JFK gets married, the space race begins, taxi hits the airwaves, and a plane almost hits the White House. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Saturday, September 12th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it's National Chocolate Milkshake Day. And yeah, I know we had Milkshake Day not too long ago, but you know what? You've always got to bring your milkshake to the yard, and you got to do it this time. But it's got to be a chocolate milkshake. Uh, If you want to find a chocolate milkshake in years past, you can get deals on shakes on this day at McDonald's, at Hardee's, Carl's Jr., Chick-fil-A. So go hit up a fast food, try to get a deal on a chocolate milkshake, and enjoy that. And you know what? This podcast is about seven, eight minutes long, so you probably have time to jump in the car right now and I'll just go along with you and tell you about the events of today as you go pick up that chocolate milkshake. Let's first look at 1953. U.S. Senator and future President John F. Kennedy married Jacqueline Bouvier on this day in Newport, Rhode Island. The wedding was considered the social event of the season, with about 700 guests at the ceremony and 1,200 at the reception. And that's a lot of toasters. The newlyweds spent their honeymoon in Acapulco, and then when they got back, they moved to a suburb of Washington, D.C. Okay, so by the couple's ninth anniversary, Senator Kennedy was President Kennedy. He was also concerned about losing the space race to the Soviets. So on this day, in 1962, he said, We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. That speech was delivered at Rice University in Houston, Texas, to about 40,000 people. Houston, Texas, of course, is now the home of NASA. The speech was intended to persuade American people and support the Apollo program. Following his assassination in 1963, the Apollo program became a memorial to President Kennedy. And as you know, we did hit his goal by the end of the decade, as he would say. We landed on the moon in July of 1969. And so, yeah, on this day, he was married in 1953. And on his ninth wedding anniversary in 1962, he's speaking in front of 40,000 people. Man, you'd think they would have, like, gone to dinner or something. It's their ninth wedding anniversary. God, this has got to be the worst thing that he's ever done to her. Oh, oh, wait, Marilyn Monroe. Ne- never mind. All right. Also in 1969, in March of 1969, there was the first flight of the airliner, the Concorde. The supersonic jet landed for the first time in Heathrow Airport on this day in 1970. The trip on the Concorde would take just two hours and 52 minutes and 59 seconds to get you from London to New York. Now, the problem with the Concorde is the cost. It would cost you about $8,000, at least in 1997, to do that trip. So on April 10th of 2003, Air France and British Airways both announced that they would retire the Concorde later that year. They cited uh, the low passenger numbers following a crash of a Concorde back in 2000 and the slump in air travel following the September 11th attacks. Plus, there was also rising maintenance costs 
All right, well, they don't go Mach 2, but if you've ever driven in a taxi, it sometimes feels like that. This next story is about the TV show Taxi. In 1978, that situation comedy made its premiere on ABC TV. It aired until June of 1983. However, it did switch networks from ABC to NBC in 1982. The television show, if you've never seen it, it focuses on the employees of a fictional sunshine cab company. Uh, It gave us basically Danny DeVito, uh, Tony Danza, Christopher Lloyd, Andy Kaufman, Carol Kane, Mary Lou Henner, Judd Hirsch, just an amazing cast. But you know what? It almost didn't give us Judd Hirsch. He actually read the script. He didn't like it. He didn't want to do it. So he told his agents to make them an offer that they definitely wouldn't accept so he wouldn't have to do this show. Well, well, that backfired, and ABC accepted the offer. Andy Kaufman had an even better deal. He only had to show up two days a week, and still, he was late and held up production. Well, actually, Andy had two contracts. He required a second contract for his alter ego, Tony Clifton. Andy was so into this Clifton character that he would require everyone to call him Tony behind the scenes. Uh, It caused a few issues on the set, and one time, it even got so bad that Judd Hirsch and Andy Kaufman got into a fistfight. If you're wondering about this whole Tony Clifton thing, check out the movie with uh, Jim Carrey. It's called Man in the Moon. It'll explain the whole Andy Kaufman thing. Very interesting guy. And if you want to check out Taxi, you can stream it on Hulu. All right, let's move now to 1994. All right, a day before... Frank Quarter, a truck driver, stole a small plane, a Cessna 150, and on September 12th, 1994, he crashed that stolen aircraft into the south lawn of the White House. He was trying to land on the lawn, but he was intoxicated, and he crashed, and he died on impact. The crash caused a reevaluation in security procedures around the White House. Uh, the pilot had entered restricted airspace, and the rumors were that they had surface-to-air missiles, so why weren't they used? The Secret Service uh, didn't comment or confirm about those surface-to-air missiles. But what we do know is is that the plane landed 50 yards from the Oval Office. The president, uh, Bill Clinton, his wife Hillary, and their teenage daughter Chelsea were asleep across the street at Blair House because the White House was being worked on. And last year, I reported the other day on the University of Tennessee fan. He didn't have a UT shirt, so he made his own. He wrote the letters on a piece of paper and taped it to his shirt. Well, you know, the University of Tennessee, as I said the other day, they gave him a bunch of stuff. Well, on this day, they gave him a four-year scholarship to the University of Tennessee. Also happening last year on this date in Texas, the Democratic debates happened, and Beto O'Rourke famously said, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s. The next day, a Texas Republican representative named Briscoe Kane went to Twitter and said, my AR-15 is ready for you, Robert Francis which is Beto's actual name. The threat was taken seriously. The FBI even looked into it, and Twitter gave Kane 12 hours to remove the post. He didn't do it, so Twitter banned him for 141 days. As for Beto, he suspended his campaign on November 1st of 2019. All right, let's take a look at some birthdays. The first one is Barry White. 
Actually, I should say that more like Barry White. He was born in 1944. Joe Pantoliano was born in 1951. He turns 69. Composer Hans Zimmer is 63. And Paul Walker was born on this day in 1973. He passed away in 2013. And born in 1981. Yao Ming and Jennifer Hudson both celebrate their 39th birthday today. Andrew Luck is 31, and Kelsey Ballerina is 27. That's your look at September 12th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you would like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.